All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another fresh, hot, tasty, and crispy episode of Tater Talk. Recorded here in the very rainy South Florida. Crispy sizzle, sizzling you get all the sizzling news. I know, it's not so crispy now. We're going to bring you the attempted crispy news, but it's so wet, it can't be too crispy. And I am the skeletal of this podcast, Anthony. I am the uh, thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh, Brian. Dude, I am totally the moss man. Screw your thundercats. Going back to Masters of the Universe, Joe. <laughs> Uh, and I'm the Shiro of this podcast. She knew something. Yay. Hooray! I didn't mess it up. <laughs> I knew Brian. it and I followed through. Damn right. What the hell name. was that? I like how Brian took all of the Thundercats. What yeah. the all hell was that? Thank you because I don't know him individually. You could have went Prince Adam. You could have went Man at Arms, my second favorite character. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? I was the Lino because that's what he says when his sword grows really big and strong. That's what most cats do. <laughs> I am the Skeletal. Like, like, do you That's think some people voice. who really like that, uh, that the uh, that cartoon like pops into Viagra and then they just wait like five <laughs> minutes and then say that line? <laughs> especially under, under. And, you know, especially when they hire like a prostitute that way they can come out and go, oh, <laughs> terrible. Yeah. One day, one day for like a Halloween podcast, I want to do the whole thing as Skeletor. <laughs> All of us do it in character. That'd be pretty good. But I don't read comics. Villains don't read. We get read. Ah! <laughs> How could you read it? You don't have eyeballs. I know the words. <laughs> but I've got pecks of joy. <laughs> like you couldn't even feel your... Like you couldn't even use Braille because there's no That's... skin to feel. <laughs> no, he has skin on his hands. Does he? Remember, from the neck down, he's a muscly dude. Oh, you're right. No, you're Which right. makes me wonder, what's what's happening in that but transition he's... from head to neck when that hood is off? Is that he was cursed. Well? But what's happening visually? Yeah, but like, well, is that's that... where the cowl's there. Yeah, it's they don't skin, have to show it's flesh. You. It's purple flesh. It's blue. It's, it's purplish blue, like lilac-y flesh. <laughs> it's mauve. It's mauve. <laughs> Burnt umber. Look at that sweet pillow. He's got, that's flesh. That's, that's flesh. That's what you call flesh, sir. That's flesh. <laughs> the flesh is not willing. It's oh, willing man. with Skeletor. What was the name of that show with the flesh? Super action hero, super naked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was a great uh, show. Crap, I can't remember the name it. It was a show. part of Kablam. Yeah, hey, Kablam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was part of, of the super, super Action Hero. Super Action Squad. Super Action Squad. Thank you. I so you don't that. know this, but there used to be a show on Nickelodeon, which never should have existed on Nickelodeon. No, but it was amazing. Called Kablam. It was yeah. like a bunch of little sketches. I actually do know Kablam. You do? You know what Kablam is? I caught it on the tail end and would only show like really randomly. Oh, but I it love was Kablam. So funny. Dotted Line Girl. Oh, it was the oh, best. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, Dotted Line Girl. I used to love, and I love the sound of it. It was so good. That show was way before its time. Man, Nickelodeon used to be dope back in the day. Like, lots of experimental comedy for kids. I've been watching, good. I went home and watched um, the Rocker's Modern Life movie just hit Netflix. Yes, it did. And it's it's not anything different and or greater or growing beyond Rocker's Modern Life TV show in a good way. It's just a continuation. And I'm like, man, and it's not even a content thing, but a show that wasn't talking to kids like idiots like this would not have just been allowed on TV now. Yeah. Like. I, I did enjoy that. It was also only 45 minutes. Yes. It wasn't like a full like feature length thing. It, it was, was like, just oh. long enough to be fun. Exactly. It was like an hour long episode with commercials. Yeah. It was not bad at all. And I liked the little, I actually liked the way they handled the little plot with Big Head's son mm-hmm. in the trip. I'm like, oh, wow, you guys handled this like. 
like more people. delicately than I thought yeah. you would. <laughs> like, if, uh, if, I don't know. Did you ever watch Rocco's Modern Life, Jen? A little bit. In it, there's a character named Roscoe who um, is actually an animator of a cartoon in that world called The Fatheads, which is based off his parents. Mm-hmm. In the movie, Rocco's looking for him to make more cartoons, and when he me- finds him, he finds out that he is now a she named Rachel that he went through and transitioned to a woman. Okay. And Rocco's like, okay, could you do more episodes? And they actually have a thing there where his dad's like, I'm not cool with this, and eventually they, they, they handle it like adults, like people, yeah. like you said, like yeah, people. like people. And the show was, the movie was good. I, I would, I love Heifer. <laughs> I know everybody hates Heifer, but I, I like the, the the premise behind it. Yeah. The way that they're able to bring him back because they did, you know, rocket off into space yep. at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the series, and oh, they just been up there for twenty years, and now yeah, they're they're fine. I love them dealing with technology. Yeah. I love him and F- Heifer and Filbert specifically oh, Filbert. Uh, yeah. overdosing on technology. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, good. It was, was good. pretty good. That's pretty good. Let's get into comics. This is this is kind of about comics. Kind it's of, also about kinda. everything. Kind of a lot of comics. I mean, it's not a, you know, it's not an After Dark episode like we did last week. Yes. But, uh, but yeah. Tate's After Dark? Is Tate's that what we need to call them? Tate's yeah. After Dark. That's it. Uh, the Tad cast. The Tad? Oh, no, it's terrible. <laughs> I can't it's do that. It's just a We've tad got Tater Talk, racy. we've got Taste of Dragons, and then we'll have Tad. Come on. Tate's After Dark? I can't do that. Tad. <laughs> it's just a tad bit racy. <laughs> yeah, he just had to just had a, uh, twist his wire a little bit. Turn me off. <laughs> Keep on talking because you never stop. <laughs> you right. really turn me off. <laughs> so let's get, let's get to comics. comic books. Let's get into them comics, them comic bookies, the, the pages of the paper. The paper with the words. With the, with and the, the wax paper. The funnies. <laughs> I'll show you what's funny. My yeah. wife. <laughs> Your face. I'll show you what's funny. I'll punch you in the face. Oh, no. Right in the face. Pow. Comics. Right in the kisser. Right in the kisser. Pow. Right in the kisser. Uh, I'll start us off. Why not? Uh, Finally, Unnatural number 12 came out, which was the last issue of the series. Was it everything you wanted and more? Uh, It was everything I was hoping for. So although (laughs) I started reading it and I was like, did I miss an issue? Uh Uh-oh. And I realized, no, wait, no, this is how it kind of left off. But it just kind of like you were kind of trying to, you had to insinuate for yourself where they fit into this because the last issue left off with like a bunch of people breaking out of a hospital. And then this issue starts off with them like banging on this person's door. And I was like, huh, wait, Oh, they're still in the hospital. Oh, they're the one that released them. Oh. And then it just like, yeah. Okay. This is, it is what it is. Um, it did feel rushed though. Uh, cause I do think this was originally supposed to be 15 issues. That's what I remember in my mind's eye, but I mean, I could be completely wrong. Uh, but I remember this, it was supposed to be 15 issues, but now it's 12. So maybe that's why it kind of condensed into, you know, the one issue. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Or the, or the couple of issues, whatever it is, but there were so many issues before this where like, I mean, you could listen to the previous podcast. I just felt like it was going around in circles. Like every single thing that they did, that issue was undone by like the last page. And then they completely restarted over again, the next Mm. issue. And then it was undone by the last page. Uh, so I am glad that it's over because it's very it is, cartoon TV episode. It was. It was very much so like that. <laughs> uh, that was the only natural thing about it. Uh, but it, uh, it it was good though. I did like how it ended. Um, it did kind of make a lot more sense with the way that uh, that things were paid off. Uh, it was definitely worth a read if you guys we're interested about it. It is still worth a read, even though it does kind of lull for a couple of issues. 
the ending is is strong enough so I can still recommend the the, uh, the series to people because there's a couple issues there. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I can recommend this to people anymore. This is uh, <laughs> this is starting to get down there. But no, it was it finished strong. I was happy with it. So nothing else I could really ask for more. Although it does do the classic the end question mark. <laughs> so and you're like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the, she does leave it kind of open-ended. It's kind of like, you know, how at the very end of uh, X3, where Magneto's at the park where he lost his powers, but then you see the king move a little bit, like wiggle a little bit without him touching it. That's kind of what this is. So <laughs> The end of that Star Wars movie where the mop moves up the kid? Uh, uh, no, no, this was not, not that, that bad. No, okay. No, this okay. actually seemed like it knew where it was going. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Sick burn. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my book, Unnatural number 12. Good read. Cool, so, uh, cool. how about you, Joe? What did you read? I read, uh, what was it, Silver Surfer, Prodigal Son? Prodigal Son. Yeah. Yeah, Prodigal Son. Um, and uh, it was uh, surprisingly fantastic, actually. Ooh, yeah. she said it. Pun intended. Fantastic. Um, what it, a beautiful cover it has, by it the is, way. It's yeah. gorgeous. The, the artwork in the book is fantastic. It really, really is. Um, the the thing that I thought was the best part of it is the the play on words that I did not get the first time I read one of like so the FF Prodigal Son book there's a character in it uh, the guy he's a guy who I, th- I think actually if you just go back three or four episodes I'm fairly certain that was my book of the week <laughs> yeah it was it was yeah so go back and listen to what I said about that one I probably called that fantastic as well it was um, but it, ultimately there's a character in it who is the he's the signifier between all the char- all the issues now because even now having recognized what was going on. His name is Pra de Ghoul. So it's kind of like Gut Ghost with Pizza Ghoul? Uh, yeah, Pizza Ghoul. <laughs> His name is Prodigal. So, and he's the son of this, uh, this uh, you know, celestial-based kind of seeming race. It is not celestials. It's just kind of like that. Celestial adjacent? Yeah, they, they're, they're elementals. Okay. Oh, okay. Is that exactly what they are. But essentially, they see. it seems as though he has more power than most of them do. So like ultimately... In this book, um, almost like deviants, maybe. Like, yeah, kind of. It, it, it's it, they're very. He's very powerful. Like the FF should not have handled him the way they did. <laughs> like upon seeing what he does in this book, I don't know how the hell they beat him. Yeah, but, maybe um, they didn't. I, I don't think they did. I think he really did just get tricked into getting being taken off planet. Gotcha. Like that's because at the beginning of this issue, you've got Reed and them looking for him, looking for him on the moon because they they threw him up into the moon basically inside a shell, and he easily broke out of that shell and then just started walking around <laughs> this is nothing <laughs> right so reading them show up and they're like oh where did he go we found the ship that we sent over here Man, we were gonna like let this guy hang out with us we just needed him to chill out not break stuff like you know mm-hmm. um but ultimately like they, it shows you his um past and it seemed like he was the prodigal son of this this world where they had um like an intergalactic like you know kind of like the Nova Corps, like everybody's all banded together. One of the trade companies, one of the trade planets on the outer rings that were really, really full of riches and full of things, they or full of power, they wanted out. And so his father and has two sons, an older son and a younger son. He seems to be the younger son. And his father sends Prodigal to go off and tell them, hey, you should probably not leave the alliance that we have because as soon as you leave the Kree, the scrolls, everyone's going to come after you because you're full of power. Like you're uh, rich with resources. So mm-hmm. you leave us and you're on your own mm-hmm. and I don't want to start war with all these people because they're going to come after you and then I'm going to have to do something about it because, you know, you were under our protection. So he goes, so, you know, all this crazy, you know, ooh, intergalactic space policy. He shows up and the silver surfer's there 
and the Silver Surfer is wreaking havoc. People are leaving the fucking world. They are trying to steal his ship. They're trying to murder him to steal his ship to get off the planet. <laughs> and so, like, he every time someone tries to murder him, he's like, don't do that. I'll have to kill you. Don't touch my ship. Leave my ship alone. Uh-huh. So he meets the surfer, and the surfer and him get into, like, kind of, like, almost funny Rocky and Bullwinkle, vase, like, type battle. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm just going to punch you in the face. You're, you're going to get off this planet. This is this is my, my people. <laughs> Protect this planet. And the surfer's like, yeah, um, the Bower of Worlds is coming. You're just going to have to go. And he, like, he's like, I'm not going anywhere. You're going somewhere. And the surfer's like, yeah, okay. Oh, did you think punching me in the face was going to work? So he uses all of his elemental powers. They're not evenly matched. The surfer's just fucking around he's, with him. He's the power cosmic. He, yeah, like he, he's just, the, the surfer's just effing around seeming. So then um, Galactus does show up. Yeah. <laughs> I think the surfer's one of those people you can take at his word. Yeah. So the surfer's like, yo, Galactus is going to show up. I think he'd be like, all right, I'm going to do Sadie. <laughs> pretty much. Well, everybody else was already trying. So yeah. the only people that made it off are the people who did actually probably steal his ship. So, <laughs> so, so Yo, like, this motherfucker's fighting that guy. Take that ship. Yeah. So so Prodigal goes and tries to punch Galactus. <laughs> like, that's the level of, like, stupidity. So if um, everything kind of goes dark for him. He wakes up and the surfer's there and he's like, hey. Um, the surfer's like, yo, I thought you were kind of okay. So I didn't want you to, like, perish on the planet. So, you know, that's why I brought you back here. We're cool. And he's like, I'm going to find you and your master, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and Surfer's like, yeah, uh, I got to go find him more worlds to eat. See ya. And like, <laughs> he, just, he just leaves him on this like crater-filled rock of nothing with dead things everywhere. <laughs> it's fucking great. So Prodigal's kind of pissed. We don't know how, mm-hmm. uh, like how he got off that. We don't know anything about that point. Flashes back to now, and Prodigal's on the moon, and he's looking around, and he's like, oh, what is this? He's standing next to the American flag. And then the surfer pops up and he's like, it's you. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and the surfer's like, no, no, that was an old me. That was an old me. You don't want to kill me. Um, we're cool, man. <laughs> and he's like, no, we're not cool. I'm going to kill you. And I'm going to kill your master. He's like, no, I already rebelled up against my master. We're cool. And he's like, we're not cool, dude. I'm going to kill you. He's like, you want to ride out of here? And Prodigal's like, yeah, sure. I'll get a ride. He's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> <laughs> So he, the end of this book is Prodigal riding the front of the surfer's board like a kid in the 80s in front of somebody's bike. The <laughs> That's great. He's oh. like E.T. It's the best. That's, That's amazing. So I, I pick up this book. It's fantastic. It really is. I really do wish that Silver Surfer had just been like, you know, I'm going to kill your master. He's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So many people already have. He just comes back. Yeah. He's, well, he's part of the universe. The universe can't The surfer tries him. to explain to him yeah. at one point that you're saying you want to kill a force of nature, essentially. Like yeah. you, are you mad at the 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 cataclysm that happened when the Big Bang happened and how it wiped out everything beforehand when uh, to create the universe you're standing in? Mm-hmm. Were you angry at a black hole for absorbing everything around it? So he goes on this like long tangent on that. Which oh, okay. Is, which is great. And then Prodigal is like I'm still going to kill you both. I don't, it does not going to change anything. Yeah. So I think the idea of this book is that he is the prodigal son that needs to return home. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, the name is clear. So it's, it's fun though. If you, if somebody had told me like three or four years ago that at some time, at some day and age, there's going to be two different silver surfer books out at the same time. <laughs> that are both good. That are both, you know, pretty darn good, but not even that they're both good. There's just two Silver Surfer books out that are actually <laughs> titled Silver Surfer. I would have just been like just laughing at them. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad that it's good, though, because uh, I hey, was wondering about it. Now that Marvel owns them again, they hey. got to start laying that groundwork eventually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to start popping up a lot more, I have a feeling. Damn right. Uh, so, Anthony, what did you read this week? I read White Trees. Uh, Ooh. It's... um. Ooh. 
Chip Zdarsky's uh, new book with art by Chris Anka. And it's awesome. And Matt Wilson. Uh, <laughs> um, Matt Wilson, yeah, they're all good. But, like, it's kind of cool to see Zdarsky, whom I like as a writer already. Um, I, like, I love his work he was doing on Spider-Man Life Story, all that kind of stuff. It, it's cool to see Zdarsky dealing with his characters and trying his attempt at high fantasy. Um, and he does a good job. I will say it does suffer a little bit from the same problem all fantasy books suffer from. I just can't ever click or remember any of their names because they're always like oh. slightly different names. Like one guy's name is Scotaria, and I only can read it as Scrotum. <laughs> especially, I was about to say, especially because there's so much of the D. In there's this. a lot of dick in this. <laughs> Everybody's seen that sweet D. Oh wow! Demon yeah, dick. Oh elf my goodness, dick. that is a lot of. That's um, just in one page, oh, wow. but there's like eight. Oh, dicks. Show her the previous page. Goodness. Oh yeah. Goodness gracious! Good for them. Draw yes. all the dicks. It's Here's amazing. the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Chris Lanka's a great artist. Um, this does happen a lot with um, gay artists a lot of times. As soon as you give them full control in a book, a dick's going to pop up. I am for it. Rightfully so. Because titties yes. pop up all over the Damn place right. and create owned. Free oh, the more. peen. You missed some dick. Oh, no, I, no, I, no, I saw the dick. You missed some more dick. There was more, <laughs> there was more peen. There is... Just like, you know, like, I will say nice the demons, dwarves, and and angels, or whatever these people are, are very well endowed. They, oh well, I mean, they do look like they are. I mean, well they endowed. are they are chiseled for the gods. You are a mystical creature. You deserve it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's really cool. It looks like it, I like I like fantasy books that start off in a world where shit's already happened. Yeah, you're not entering this book at the beginning of everything. Everything, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. hate that a lot of fantasy books you always kind of enter at the beginning of the world. Mm-hmm. This one. Not only has shit happened, but these three characters already were partners and adventurers 20 years prior, had done shit, had fought in war, had loved, lost, and so on and so forth. And now they're coming into us. I always like when you start off sort of in the middle of a world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it also is a good, um, you know, storytelling point because you can also, you know, a couple issues on or whatever, you can just go back into the flashback, past. Yeah. yeah. Do flashbacks and just show what's, you know, what happened five yeah. years ago that caused this new rift or whatever. Uh, one cool thing, which I guess you don't really see in a lot of fantasy, at least not comic book fantasy, two of them. Uh, so it's these three guys who were partners, like they were a trio of people who adventured and killed and maimed and hunted and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Two of the members of this trio actually are a couple. Oh, okay. Um, they became a couple after the war because they're whatever they experienced there, they become a couple. And so the whole plot is that um, I'm not going to remember their names. Those people. But the one guy and the <laughs> other two guys, uh, son and daughter, have gotten kidnapped. They're in a secret relationship, so now they have to go find them. And it's like, oh, you never, you don't usually get to see like a couple on an adventure like this where they weren't couples and now they are, especially two men. Uh-huh. But just in general, like you never see like, hi, I'm a male and a woman and I'm a couple. It's usually like, no, I'm rescuing you or you're rescuing me. The couple itself is usually not on. But they're, it's kind of interesting to see like what happens when three friends and two of them couple up, but you're still doing adventures. Mm-hmm. It was good. Lots of dick. <laughs> good <laughs> dick. Like yeah. Titty it, too. Some titty in there. Like it's, I don't know where they go, but those are, <laughs> well, they what's are cool mystical. Is, so, what those are, <laughs> so what's cool is though, those are, they're in this forest that's a magical forest that's kind of died out, not as colorful, not as mm-hmm. magical. That is the forest creating what it thinks their inner desires are ah. to make them not do the quest. Oh, and the main guy, sense. it tries to do it with him and it, and it um, conjures up uh, an androgynous figure that I think is neither male nor female. And it goes to tempt him and it looks in his eyes. And it's like, there's nothing I can, there's no flame here. I have no ember. I can spark. You just feel sadness and no emotion. 
And so it dies in front of him because it can't tempt him. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Like this whole like it reminded me a little bit of like the Swamp of Sadness and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I like it. Uh, do we know what the white trees refers to yet? Not. I actually think it is the trees that they're in the forest that tries to tempt them is the white trees. OK. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because apparently the trees used to be very colorful. Uh, prior to something having happened, they used to be filled with color and magic and light, and now they're all pale, ghost mm-hmm. white trees. That sounds like a flashback to me. That's exactly what that sounds <laughs> like to me. Oh, nice. And the forest seemed to know them. Yeah, Like, yeah, not yeah. know them like I'm mystical, I'm tempting you. Like, no, I actually know you. Mm-hmm. And the, the art is beautiful, the, I will well, say. I mean, Anka. Yeah, I know. It It is really nice, though. I'm... I'm I'll probably pick that up. He's another artist. You put Anka on a book. I'm like, well, I gotta look at this book because it's gonna be at least beautiful. Yeah. Him yeah. and like Clayman. Like Clayman was the best part of Heroes in Crisis too. Mm-hmm. So like in Anka, like he was doing some X Men stuff in the past, and I was like, this is great. Yeah. yeah um, it cool seems book. interesting though. Yeah. I, I'm, but I'm always a sucker for high fantasy books. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and that brings us to you, Jen. Yennefer. All right. I read Silver Surfer. Black. Ooh, two silver surfer boxes. Black. Silver black. Yes. Um, so normally I give Joe a, a random book <laughs> <laughs> that she knows nothing about. Yeah. But today, uh, I ch- <laughs> I chose a silver surfer black, having not read. Although to be fair, Brian has talked about previous issues. As has Carlos. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah, Carlos's mm-hmm. too. Um, it was really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so. He is now with um, Ego, and he yes. the blackness is covering his entire arm. He's losing a lot of strength, um, and he thinks Ego can help him, but there's a problem. Ego's been infected Ooh. Um, deep down in his core. So Silver Surfer, whose pa- cosmic powers are severely waning, has to basically fight off the antibodies of Igor. Ego. 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 Yeah. Ego. <laughs> Um and remove the vi- like the virus or the the infection, um and so he's like, does this ego have his body or is he still just the planet? No, he's a planet. It's okay. the planet. Yeah, at the very end of the last issue, you see him meet up with ego. Oh, okay, it okay. is. In yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Oh, Only because in, in ultimate in ultimates the last year, they ego found a body, and wow. him and his brother were fighting each other by throwing their head. It's great. As well, I didn't know if he saw his body or not. Okay, no, it, it is planet ego. Um, good, good, good. So he gets all the way to the core and he's like beat up and he's exhausted. And it turns out that it is, oh goodness, I can't remember the exact term for it, but it's basically like the cradle of life, which is going to create Galactus. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and so that is what is in the core of Ego. And then Black Surfer's, or Silver Surfer's like, no, wait, what? No. And then that's the end of the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this Black, I mean, this has something to do with whatever's going on with Carnage and everything. But I wonder if this infection of Silver Surfer is going to be a way... Because they, 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 apparently they want to have Silver Surfer be around more in the comic books. This is going to be a way of slightly depowering him so that not every problem can be solved by Silver Surfer Maybe. if okay. he sticks See, around. That makes sense because he is running into a lot of... Or at least in this issue, it, it, he, it definitely plays up the fact that like he can't fight the he can't fight the symbiotes and he can't defeat Kroll and he mm-hmm. can't you know even so, protect yeah. himself from ego him, itself. Um, uh, I could see that, but then again, Franklin still exists. So as long as Franklin <laughs> exists, there's still a a complete nutter MacGuffin that they could have solve any of their problems. Yeah, but they fixed that because Franklin's dumb as shit. 
Drew when he wants to be <laughs> or when a writer wants him to be. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty dumb. Yeah, life, uh, life bringer one, the cosmic incubator of Galactus. Interesting. So he's inadvertently bringing, helping to bring back Galactus. A new Galactus. Yeah. All right. <gasps> oh, will we get a Galactus baby? Oh, <laughs> baby Galactus. Purple diaper. Oh my gosh. Will maybe, they still name him Galen? Oh, that'd be great. You know, maybe maybe he's going to ride away on his surfboard like an 80s kid yes. on the front. <laughs> there you yes. go, Jen. There was some trivia for you. You just got to hear Galactus's real name. That's true. <laughs> you got Galen, Nor- Silver Surface is Norn Rad. Yeah. Which I always thought was the best name. Norn, Norn Rad. Rad. <laughs> Um, I did like, I really like the art in this. Okay. It's like, it's mm. very out there and very weird and like. It's very it's, Kirby. Yeah. That's what it is for me, which I like. I like the, especially because of the way that it, what it's dealing with cosmically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very Kirby-like yeah. with the way that they're dealing with it as well as the art is well, dealing with that it. that artist you bring on to do that kind of artwork. Yes. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that artist myself, but. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. nice. I'm glad, I'm glad because I haven't read that yet. And uh, I was looking forward to reading it, but I'm glad that you, yeah. you read it and you, uh, you reviewed it. So Spoilers. Nice. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's what this is all about, baby. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, nice, uh, nice comics there, guys and ladies. Now we have another one we must talk about that we all read this week. That's right, which brings us to our book of the week, Ooh. which is by Boom Studios. It's Once and Future. Yeah, Boom, Once and Future. This is by uh, Karen Gillen. Who uh, who is also writing Die, which yes. I which I review, and um, Karen Gillan is has a very specific way of writing, especially when it comes to fantasy, and this is actually really good. It was a blast to read. Uh-huh. It was, uh, judging by the cover, I actually initially thought it was a Marvel book because that is kind of how yeah. like the font and and the, and the way that's laid out. But then as soon as I heard it was a Boom book, I was like, oh no, that makes even more sense because Boom also does their covers that way. It's just. It was mm-hmm. just such beautiful art. It, my mind just immediately went to Marvel. The book is gorgeous. Yeah. Well, like Dan Mora is doing a great job on the art. I mean, there's a scene in the middle where uh, you see like a skeleton with a crown on. Mm-hmm. And I was oh, like, yeah. damn, I feel like I could touch that. Like that was so well rendered and drawn. I'm making that damn crown. <laughs> After Dragon Con, sir. No, I mean, eventually I'm making that goddamn crown. This is a good book. I, everything it about is. this book was fun. I don't, I do think it was procedural. Yes. I, I, yes. When I was telling Brian about it before, is that I feel like I could have written this book, like every piece of it, you know what's going to happen, but you are so happy it's yeah. happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although I think the grandmother was kind of part of that. Like, I know it's going to, I think she is oh, you. I love her. I did yeah. like that, like, monster that showed up. The, the, uh, oh, questing beast. Questing yeah. beast. Yeah. Oh, that was great. With the stomach full of dogs. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, it was crazy. That, that, the, and especially the visual that they did with the questing beast mm-hmm. actually chasing him. Yeah. And, it, mm-hmm. and when it first showed up, I was like, yo, what the F is that? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is drawn and colored and everything is yeah. just so dynamic. When he shows up, the background, uh, the questing yeah. beast is cool. The background mm-hmm. looks so magical and fantasy. And it does. And even though, and it doesn't distract from the beast itself. No. It is just, it's it's there. So to give everybody a quick overview, uh, in case you haven't read Once in Future, which you totally should, uh, basically it's the story, it seems like a story where they are going to be going on a quest to stop people from getting a a very magical piece of something that just got on Earth and Mm -hmm. people were killed 
for it in the past and they were being so this the thing that they're going after though is the scabbard of Excalibur. Correct. Which I love when she's like, oh, Excalibur's whatever. Yeah. It's a dumb screw, sword. Screw the sword. Yeah. She was like, the, like, so there's a kid, a kid, there's a, an adult who mm-hmm. has this really cool old grandma and cool old grandma like hop, skips and jumps out of freaking her retirement, know, her home. retirement home. Yeah. And um, basically she calls him and goes, hey, I need your help for something real quick. And, he, you know, she, like I'm lost or whatever. And he comes to, you know, his, her grandson goes to her and they, they kind of are starting this quest to go find this thing. And he has no idea that she used to fight vampires. She used and to. on that, she has a great quote that I feel like a lot of us accidentally live by. Yeah. Because in it, like Joe said, she, she goes, I fought vampires. Like you always thought that, said that was so stupid. You never talked about that. She's well, I ran out of vampires to kill. And then she's talking about like questing beasts and all this stuff. And he's like, Nana, grandma, you always said that was nonsense she goes yeah plenty of things that are real and nonsense and i'm like that yeah. was such a yeah, good line it, was. it is i will call shenanigans on this book <laughs> what i don't care how much wine that motherfucker spills on you that's uh, a hot nerdy ginger you yeah. put up with it yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa. at the end of that though it seems like she was yeah but i'm just saying yeah. no, no i'm with you i'm with you though. no he- I, I ever have a hot nerdy ginger sitting across me that looks like this guy you pour everything on me go for it <laughs> Pour your sugar on me. Not gonna care. <laughs> um, I did. So I, I took it kind of like how the grandma. Uh, if you've seen the librarian or the librarian, it was very, yes, much, very like much that. That was very much the librarian's type of thing, where she is just like this person who is seen it, done it, seen it, done it, everything. And, and so many other shows have that basis. Uh, not just the librarians, but a bunch of other shows that, of course, aren't coming to me right now. But, uh, you know, the, the magicians, the old wise sage. <laughs> yes. You know, the, yeah. the been there, done that. Yeah. Been there, done that. And, you know, oh, now you're going to take up the mantle. OK, here you go. You're my my grandson or whatever. My son. Here you go. You do this thing. You're welcome. I, I'm looking forward to where this goes, because I, I do think, even though this is once in future, this can be an ongoing with whatever magical devices are going. Yeah. On. Well, because it very much seems like this is at least this arc is. We're going to show you a different viewpoint of King Arthur. Yeah. Like when she calls him a warlord. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah. no, he's not a warlord. He was King Arthur. He gave us Britain. She goes, how do you think he did that? Yep. I was yeah. like, oh, that's cool. Like, Yeah, they need I to talk about what he did afterwards, which is create a war in the Middle East. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I agree with you. I feel like this is, I'm hoping that this isn't just King Arthur. I hope after this is arc, it's like, here's this other magical artifact. Let's do that. Yeah. It was a really fun read. Mm-hmm. Kudos to this book for bringing up Great British Bake Off. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of you immediately when they were yeah. like, "Put the she's in the retirement home," yeah. and they're like, "Put on the retirement show, put on the put, put on this show, put, put on, on the, the bake off, just put off the bake off, put on the show, but put on the bake off." I don't like her pastries, but put on the bake off. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I really love British bake Graham off. though." When she she turns the person like you, if you touch that, you know, I, I wouldn't do you that. You know, fingers you. fingers fingers, fingers don't heal longer. real well at this age. Yeah, they take a lot longer to heal at this age. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, Granny gonna snap somebody's hands." Yeah, and that's why it's gonna be a shame when she dies. Oh, yeah. It's true. What if she turns evil? Ooh, maybe she's Morgana. I was going to say, what if she's Morgana Le Fay? She's just going to die, and they're going to use the no. scabbard to fix her. Yeah. Yeah. And then she's young, and then he hooks up with her. It's that kind of book. Ew. <laughs> this went to dark places real fast. D- depending on what state you're in, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, we don't need to get... But no, this was a... It's a the really art is so it's... pretty, though. 
and it clips along. It yeah. definitely does. It didn't drag. It was nope. a quick read, actually. I was done with it before I realized. I, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm done. Even him being his the dumb, know-nothing character of the book didn't and wasn't obnoxious. No, and it wasn't distracting either. It wasn't like, oh, oh, wow. He was he, he was kind of believing her, like, you know, yeah. at face value, but then also saying the things that you would say, like, wait, yeah. what? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Yeah, especially like how after the questing beast, he has had a lot fewer questions and like doubts, <laughs> as I think that's one of my big pet peeves when something uh, huge and magical happens and then they're like, but magic isn't real. It's like, you just girl, saw you it. were just a saw toad yeah. and now you're a human again. I magic will, is real. Yeah. I will say, I like the fact that she gets him to go on this quest by gunpoint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shoots him across the tree. And then I notice in the rest of the book, she never puts the gun down away from him. She's like, no, this is happening. You're going yeah. on this quest, motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry. My hands are a little shaky. I was just supposed to, you know, give you a close shave. Not shoot your ear. <laughs> but whatever. Come on. Let's you're good. You're book. good. And then I do like he even gave like a little uh, wry smile as they were walking away. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'd be giving my grandmother a smile if she just shot I think me. for him, it's this is... I always loved this fantasy, crazy, magical shit, and you shit on it as a kid, and now you're finally doing this thing I always wanted to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Which and it seems it's like also he real. Because he's a historian. Exactly. So, you know, I'm sure that'll come into play. And I'm sure the person he was on a date with, the girl that he was I on think a so date too. with, is yeah. absolutely going to come into play. Oh, there's no way that that was the last of her. Maybe she's Morgana. I want to see this animated. I was going to say with her, I, you don't design a character the way no. they designed that girl in the beginning and just to throw that away. And then focus on her face when yeah. she says to leave, you know, it's fine. You and know, she's smiling. And she's nice and mm. everything. Yeah, no, there's no way that's the last I wouldn't mind her. seeing this animated the way it, with Agreed. that art style though. like Yeah, with that art style, it almost is animated. Yeah. Like, like you can <laughs> see from page to page, yeah. panel to panel. Like when the questing bee showed up, I knew exactly how it moved with the snake neck. I'm like, yep. I know how this thing moves. It moves like King Ghidorah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, it probably did. has like a jiggly belly because of all the dogs in it. Yep. Yeah, that line like a, was really so gross. Yeah. At the same time, I imagined it. I was like, ugh. Belly full I of dogs. I was wondering what it was. I was like, why the hell does his belly look that way? And then she was like, yeah, you know, belly full of dogs. I was like, oh, God. And then it has all the thing bark, 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 Yeah, bark, bark, bark. bark, 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 bark like, oh, yeah. my God, they're alive. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Which means there's definitely going to be a scene where they cut that stomach open and a bunch of dogs come out. <laughs> I don't want to read that part. No. I don't want to read that well, at all. No, that's how they're going to, I guarantee that's how they get rid of someone. They're going to go, fuck it, we need help. Yeah. Boom, and the dogs just maul someone. If I remember, the questing beast is like a whole, it's a whole big thing with the prophecy. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then, and then the next panel or the next page, somebody walks up and goes, who let the dogs out? No. Boom. <laughs> no. Who? Who? Uh, who? 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 Uh, so yeah, that's, that's no. our book of the week. One in, Once in future. It was awesome. It was very good. Oh, it was Definitely pick it up. It's, Good job, boom. Yes. Yeah. They yeah. they dropped the mic. Boom. Big ups to big British, great British bake off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom. Mary Berry, you will live in my hearts forever. You will. Because now they have a new host. Oh, that's right. She's okay, but she's no Mary Berry. No. So uh that brings us now to our news. News 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 news. So uh so let's start off with um something something a little fun. Ooh. Ooh, he shook his shoulders, guys. shook his shoulders a little bit. They can see that. Shimmy. Um, I said it. Let's start with everything that we've all been asking for when it comes to Star Wars. Do any of you care about, you know, Han Solo, nope. how, yeah. he, how no. he came no. about? Nope. Any of you guys, you know, care about, I don't know, literally anything else but what happened in between Obi-Wan? What? You know, dropping off some kids. And to dying. Some places. And then, you know disappearing <laughs> you know with some guy who definitely would love to come back and do some stuff because he's still young enough to do it 
He's actually the exact perfect age. He is. Yeah. So, uh, so Disney might be. Uh, there's a rumor that they might be doing a series of Obi Wan for Disney Plus. They fucking should. They it's need about to. time. And I was, and I'm really glad it's a series versus a movie. A movie. That's Agreed. True. I, I yeah. Uh, especially when it comes to those types of movies, because I I do think Han Solo could have worked as a series, yeah. but you're you're well, you're trying to put so much stuff into and a that was movie. part of the problem with Han Solo. It yeah. was like there's so much here that you're not exploring. I don't care about any of you. Yeah. But had you taken an episode like I, an episode of Han Solo when he was just on the planet before he escaped, mm-hmm. I would watch that. I'd watch a I watch an episode of him on the train, the entire yeah. train sequence. If that episode was the train heist, yeah, then I would have cared about all those other characters in that crew. Yeah. Instead, you meet them, and six minutes later, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's the rumor. It's going to be you and McGregor. I, mean, I am a hundred and ten percent. It can't be anyone but him. I'm curious. Okay, obviously I think that would rumor. be the shittiest thing. Sorry. Oh yeah, no, that would be so shitty. <laughs> the it wasn't shittiest him. thing in the world. If you're like, okay, we're going to do Obi Wan, and we're not, not going to use him. Yeah. <laughs> you just see him in a corner eating, just crying. <laughs> I wanted to. <laughs> my question, my curiosity is, uh-huh. so the Mandalorian. Yes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the way the Mandalorian's gonna be structured is that every episode is gonna kind of be its own independent story, just with these characters. So whatever happens in that episode will kind of begin or end in the episode. There'll be a little bit of a, a through line just because of where they are. Yeah. But you can kind of—it's almost like a series of anthology episodes. All right. I wonder, do you do that with Obi Wan? You just show a bunch of stories because you already know where it has to end up. Just show like this is this adventure, this is that adventure, or do you do a series long plot? I'm gonna go with the series long plot yeah. only because it is Tatooine. And you know that he stays, we pretty much know he stays on Tatooine for the most part because he's overlooking Luke. Yeah. So like with the Mandalorian, you can probably go planet to planet or whatever because they're taking on different Mm -hmm. jobs. Whereas with Obi, he's just doing one thing. See, I hope he doesn't just stick to Tatooine. I hope there's like parts where he like gets away. Yeah, same here. But I don't think you can have like a procedural. It's not globetrotting. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're not going to be like, oh, this is the wacky hijinks Obi-Wan got up to this episode. I do think it is going to be a one long you better put in a CGI young Luke in there. <laughs> like in the distance. Don't have him talk to him. Just like well, in the distance. Well, he yeah. would have. Yeah. Yeah. He would, you would absolutely see him watching over. Well, Luke. and the family knew of him because yeah. they flat out referenced him. So that means he has to, he has to interact with Luke Owen and Baru. Mm-hmm. And Luke knows of him too, which means they've met in markets or whatever. Yeah. 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 I'm, I, I am so for this. And there's, it also depends on what time because there's the time right after he dropped off Luke and Leia, which he wasn't on Tatooine. He was hiding other Jedi first. You could mm-hmm. tell it that. Or yeah. you could tell when he's on Tatooine watching over Luke. Or you could tell, like, there's a lot of stuff to mine. You know what I mean, hell, you can get multiple seasons out of it if you really want. Yeah. And the fact yeah. that Obi- Obi-Wan, the fact that Ewan McGregor, <laughs> <laughs> I always call him Obi-Wan. I'm like, I know he's not really Obi-Wan. He's not. But the fact that Ewan McGregor has never not been like, I will do this. Come on. Like, yeah. just do this. Every Star Wars fan's asking, been asking for this. Nobody asked for Solo. <laughs> I want to meet the people that did. You know there was somebody out there that wanted that. You know there was one there person. There was one person there who wanted that. There was Solo out there. Someone, some single Boo. executive that really wanted to pay for a Solo movie. I think yeah. this is very smart, though. Like, if they do this, like, Disney very much understands how to use their prop, how to wield their properties in to make Disney Plus profitable if they're doing it. Yes. Yep. Yes, they do. Like, do yep. this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Let's do this, this, and this. We're going to get... This quadrant, that quadrant, that quadrant. And, yeah. uh, and then uh, speaking of Disney Plus, uh, it has come to our attention that, attenzione. Attenzione, that uh, Marvel Television so far has nothing to do with all of the shows that they have announced for Disney Plus. It is all Marvel Studios, which is the movie side. 
which also doesn't have Ike Pullmurder in charge. Exactly. This is all the <laughs> Disney Plus stuff is purely so Kevin far, Feige he's in charge of. Everything that they've announced so far is is all Disney Studio or uh, Marvel Studios. The only stuff that Marvel TV is doing is they're the ones doing the Ghost Rider series. Yeah, they've done And they're doing the adult How Are the Ducks series for Hulu. Okay. And it looks the, like any of the Hulu stuff yeah. they're taking. Yeah, care they're of. they're still doing, you know, Cloak and Dagger and Yeah, Runaways and Runaways and whatnot. So yeah, I thought that was interesting that Marvel TV still doesn't at least for right now, it's not like you know, there's nothing in the works that they haven't announced yet. But so I have a feeling until Pullmutter's gone. Yeah. Marvel TV is not going to get to play with Marvel Studios. Yeah. That's it, a shame. It's very clear. Kevin Feige is like, we're not playing with your toys no. until like, you leave. Stupid inhumans. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That's all that needs to be said. <laughs> um, I just, I'm, I'm worried it's going to be like a, a Netflix problem where like, we oh. see like, even and like, although to be fair, the TV shows have not been on the same scale or level as yeah. maybe some of those Netflix shows. But then, okay, so you're using all these characters. Are we just not going to see them then? I guess they're just separate. I mean, we can still see certain I mean, characters. I, but, yeah. You know, maybe they'll just reference things versus yeah. actually well, being in things. Well, I mean, like recasting, like are, like people now are thinking like, okay, so how long do we have to wait before we see Daredevil show up? And like, I see what you mean. Well, at the very least, we have to wait another year. Yeah. <laughs> uh I still would love to see them come back for Disney Plus with them. With them, oh, yeah. absolutely. With them, still the same actors, and I do want, and bring them back as Daughters of the Dragon, and then Luke Cage and yes. Iron Fist. You know, yeah, bring Power them Man and Iron Fist. Bring yeah. Daredevil can come back as Daredevil still. Yes, or bring it back. Call it the series Man Without Fear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you can even say yeah. If you can call it different things. You can start with Daughters of the Dragons because they're taking down Luke Cage. Yeah, which and is... Then, oh, and oh. then once they do... That's what I wanted. You can just have Power Man and Iron Fist. That biggest dick of a tease yeah. at the end of that. It's like, oh. I don't know. There were some big ones in White Trees. They weren't, they weren't a tease. <laughs> <laughs> they were not teasing. No, they but were no, not. I, I, I hope... I mean, I know... I think. I honestly think it's a fool's hope on all of us. But I do hope that after this is all done... Disney Plus is like, yes, we want these and we want the actors. We want to take them because, yeah. like, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. Like, he's Matt Murdock. Yeah. He, he took that role. Yeah. I also want to see Alice Eve come back as Typhoid Mary, so. Yeah, I would just want to see Alice Eve, period. Because she was so good. Anybody who does not, anybody out there who's like, oh, I don't know if Alice Eve's a good actress. I'm like, oh, go watch Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did really well. Bullseye. Or, uh, bull, or go watch uh, Iron Fist. And then Bullseye, the guy who played Bullseye. He... Jeez. He was so good as he Bullseye. He was really good. I, yeah. I did not expect to like him as much no. as I did. And as terrible as a person as he is. Yeah. Him himself. He like, himself. He was, was fun like, wow. to watch. Yeah. That scene of them fighting in that office building. So good. And <laughs> to see the way he was fighting. When he yeah. hits like, Matt with a stapler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> and then he also acted really well when it came to like realizing that he was just a pawn. He was just he was, being yeah. used. He didn't, they didn't care about him. And he was like, I, th- I actually felt like, oh. He yeah. Is, oh, <laughs> that's not good for anyone right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and then let's see here. We heard we found out Harry Styles turned down Prince Eric. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. You go, girl. Why good for him? I'm curious. Uh, okay. Like I know why I don't like him. In no, that no. I. You know, I think he actually has room to grow as an actor okay. in some of the stuff he's done. I just think that right now the Disney live action films. 
while they make a ridiculous amount of money, they don't do anything for the actors or the characters that are in them. So okay. it would be like, yeah, he would be in it, but that would just be, I mean, I'm sure he'd grab a paycheck and, you know, whatever. But for somebody who's trying to make that transition. Maybe that's not a good. That's maybe not the place you want to do it. He was good in Dunkirk. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah. You no, know, I understand that because, you know. Um, I feel like he was in something else. Too. He was. He's been in a couple things yeah. recently. And yeah. Because like, you know, for like, for Belle, when it came to being the Beast, I'm just going to call her Hermione. Um she, like, I really haven't seen her all that much in movies. Really, She's actually the... about to be in the new Little Women. Yeah, I know she is. But you know what I mean, though? Like, there's no, like, she hasn't, like, done, like, consistent work. Yeah. I can, but, I mean, she's I mean, also rich enough. She can she choose whatever she to, wants. But, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, but, it still wasn't, because she, she was also transitioning from, like, a child actress role. to, you know, to now. Yeah. So. She was kind of a, she, she dipped from acting for a while to do political activism yeah. for and quite some also, time. Yeah. I mean, I like her, but Elle Fanning wasn't really helped by Maleficent. I forgot she was in that. I think everybody does. And, it, and she's good, but it, it didn't help her. Like, she's doing good in her career. But she's doing good in her career, not because of Maleficent, though. Maleficent yeah. really only helped. didn't even help. Just Angelina Jolie didn't need the help. Michelle Pfeiffer doesn't need the help. It didn't help Elle Fanning. And I think, wasn't Richard Madden the prince in Maleficent? Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm terrible with him. When it comes, I've only seen that movie once. I've never seen it, actually. He had, like, a big it's not, as, it's not as bad as you would think it is. Yeah, it I was just, to me. It never got yeah. to it. It's just the problem with Maleficent is they turn her good, uh-uh. and she goes from being the most evil witch in the world to the pettiest bitch. I mean, <laughs> she was petty. She cursed a child for not being invited to a party. Yeah, <laughs> but still. No, I, but I know what you mean. Yeah, Brenton yeah. Thwaites was Prince Charming, okay, ah, okay uh, who is now Nightwing. Or sorry, Robin. But yeah, oh. like, there's like dumb shit oh. where like she's watching over the Aurora and like she's off in the distance pulling the fairy's hair or making it rain on only them. And I'm like, okay, you are supposed to be a lot more evil than that. However, it had some cool shit with a crow. Okay. She's yeah. like a sidekick that's a crow and he trans he's able to transform into almost anything. Whenever he transforms into it, it's a crow version of it. It's so, like you see him as a horse. It's a horse covered in crow feathers with a long beak. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty cool. There were some cool characters on the movie. The movie was whatever, but... Yeah. Visually, it looked cool visually stuff. it looked really good, but I didn't hear. But I do see much of anything about yeah. it. I see what you meant by your so, original point. It doesn't like, the Disney live actions don't seem to be boosting anyone's career. Yeah, but you know, I mean, what it is. He, sorry, no, it's okay. Go he would it. he would have probably boosted that movie. He would have grabbed a real big section. A lot of the women really still love uh, One Direction. One, one Direction. <laughs> the one. D. He was never my choice for yeah. Prince Eric. So I was never no, a I fan of it. I, there's actually an actor who no one knows mm-hmm. um, named Garrett Clayton. Um, he was actually, I hate to say it, he was in Hairspray Live. Um, yeah. But he was also, in the first in the movie that I saw him was um, King Cobra, which is the movie James Franco made about the gay porn star murders that happened a couple years ago. Whole thing. Anyways, him, he's my pick for, huh. he would be a good Prince Eric. Okay. And to your point, he's just getting started enough that it might actually help boost him a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because Aladdin has actually helped boost Anina Masood a little bit. He's getting more attention mm-hmm. because of Aladdin. Yeah. And then uh, speaking of Aladdin, though, they are in talks or the guy, they're they're thinking about possibly doing a sequel. Oh, they're doing that thing. It made a billion dollars. Re- Return yeah. of Jafar <sighs> was a pretty darn good direct-to-video yeah. sequel. It's one of the two direct-to-video sequels to a Disney movie that should have been theatrically released. That and I didn't really, Stitch in Time. I watched yeah. it so much, I didn't realize it wasn't theatrically re- right? <laughs> released. Right? Because they showed it so often on Disney. <laughs> yep. Well, I, I had the VHS, and so. Yeah. I had the two-pack. Yeah. Where it was uh, uh, yeah, yeah. the two sequels, and then you, yeah. But no, it was like, yeah, it was on Disney all the time, too. They yeah. played that, I feel like, more than they played Aladdin. 
Yeah. And it was uh it was pretty darn good. So I wouldn't I would like to see how they do that considering mm-hmm. how they ended the Aladdin with the genie not having any powers. Yes. Huh. So I wonder how that's going to Oh. You know, okay. play out because Return Sorry, of Jafar only really works with the journey genie still having power. However, <laughs> having now seen Aladdin, yeah. I would I had a lot more problems with their Jafar before I saw it because mm-hmm. his voice sounded so mousy. Now that I've seen it, I'm like, oh, he was a good Jafar. So I would, I would be curious to see him translate Jafar on that level in the sequel. Agreed. Yeah. Like cosmically powered Jafar. Like how does he handle that? Mm-hmm. He, he turns into Galactus. <laughs> with the purple diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that movie was better than I gave it credit for prior to seeing it. I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. I saw it. The parade still sucks. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't actually bad and, and Naomi Scott was really mm-hmm. she was fantastic in it yeah like oh, that's good. she gives me more hope for the Charlie's Angels movie fair enough it certainly isn't Kristen Stewart that gives me hope no it's not I uh, and then um, we'll end this with a, a tiny bit of of DC news um, so Swamp Thing is not a hundred percent over it pretty much is but I guess it is rating fairly well or at least reviewing fairly well yeah yeah so so the actor i think who either played i think the actor who played the swamp thing said that it's not a hundred percent over well the way i heard it it's more like he thinks it's a fan like you know it's like one of those yeah it's a fan thing however i i I, I still want it to be real because absolutely you know i i do think it got a very bad rap Oh, for sure. Well, it did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right out of the gate when you cancel it and then there's like this whole controversy and then you're lying about something and then the state of freaking North, North Carolina, Carolina, Carolina has to come out and be like with their receipts and be like, no, yeah. <laughs> that's not how this is going down. They, no, they started that show off on the worst possible foot. I mean, and then they canceled it midway through filming and then, you know, cut down their, or I'm sorry, they cut down their episodes. Yeah. Then canceled And then it. canceled them. Canceled the week it was supposed to come out. And then, and then even with that, it was still able to kind of cobble together a finale that wasn't awful. Yeah. Like, yeah. the way they're able to do that was, I mean, I'm, I'm really happy that they're able to do something with that because that's got to be rough as all hell, especially as a, I mean, writer, director, the actors, like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I, look, <laughs> I hope it comes back. I'm still not 100% sure why they didn't weren't able to finish it. Oh, or, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I between don't know. All, in all honesty, I stopped caring. That's the reason why I don't know. I'm sure yeah. all the information's out there. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's going to be a great documentary at some oh, point. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> in all honesty, I think it's because the idea behind Disney Plus was to make... Not Disney Plus. Yeah. The uh, idea behind DC. the DC streaming was we're going to have our own streaming thing and we're going to make these shows as cheap as we can. And they picked a property, which we said back when they announced something, I'm like, there's no way you can make this show cheap. Nope. I don't know why they're doing this. This is not feasible. Yeah, it's unless so this, unless good. Swamp Thing can somehow summon the power to turn into a person. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we said this back when Swamp Thing was announced. They first announced it. We were like, this is not a feasible thing you can do cheaply. Nope. And lo and behold, guess it what isn't. you can't do cheaply? <laughs> and unfortunately, when you watch the show, you see the money. You're like, wow, they really did put the money where they, they spent it well. But... You either take a good quality show, it's not going to be cheap, or you get a cheap show and no one's going to like it. You yeah. can't have both. Yeah, and I think they 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 rode the line as as best as they could. I don't I don't think until they really solidify what they're doing with the streaming service, they're even going to consider it. Yeah, I think too much of it is in flux right now, and like with so much competition, and I 
I'm kind of curious how well this service is doing. Period. Well, I, I don't. I don't really. I mean, because it's kind of like how I know Netflix doesn't really send me their numbers or anything like that. I just. I don't have any sort of basis on how they're doing. They any- don't release theirs either, and they actually. And I kind of bristle against this. They claim that they did. They released their own numbers like two weeks ago, and they claimed that Teen Titans was the or Titans was the most watched stream show of 2019. And I'm like, I'm sorry, bullshit. That is not possible. It's not. Maybe you guys meant to add a caveat there, but I know what came out this year, and that is not yeah. possible. They, you're telling you're not you did not beat Stranger Things. Yeah, unless you're counting all those buccaneers out there on their pirate ships. I don't know if that's <laughs> like <laughs> But because yeah. they don't release their actual data, it's no. like, well, based off what? Is it within an age group? Like, I'm sorry, I know what came out. Not even things I was a fan of, but there mm-hmm. were things that came out this year. The fire documentary. People who yeah. own HBO. Mm-hmm. Is just watching Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones was streaming for most people. Not yep. even that. You're not telling me that your Titan show did more than season the new season of Stranger Things. Yeah, it's. I mean, but if Netflix doesn't give out their numbers, you can just say, "Hey, my imaginary numbers were larger than Netflix's imaginary working numbers." In a, Surprise. Working in a comic shop and hearing almost nobody talk about Titans at all. <sighs> As much as we would want them to, because again, we want like, everything to do well. Always, yeah. always Just, want it to be good and for people to enjoy it and for it to succeed. That's my desire. That's all of our desire. all mm-hmm. any of us want. There were plenty of customers, because I was watching Titans when it was coming out. There were plenty of customers. Like, you watching Titans? Most of them, like, no. I'm like, oh, well, I can't talk to you about it. <laughs> it I can't imagine expensive. that that's the most streamed show. It, it's too expensive. It was just like Star Trek. It was the same kind of garbage. When Discovery came out, people didn't want to pay for it. You're, you're yeah. so used to getting TV without having to pay for it. Mm-hmm. And unless you're going to get a Netflix style, like here's a gajillion things to watch for $7 or $8 a month. And no one's of, paying for one show like and that. And part of that is too, the show didn't look expensive. The show looked cheap. Yeah. It looked If you had advertised cheap. with Swamp Thing, that show looks expensive. Yeah. I could see you going, look at this show. And I'm like, oh, that's expensive. But that's, I think I'm going to get some money's worth out of this. Titans looked cheap. See, that's the thing is to start off. Also, I, I think to start off. If I remember correctly, they started off with that new season of Young Justice and then Titans. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. do two kid shows. I'm not kid shows, but yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. two, yeah. like, young adult, like, these are the do Swamp Thing, do something crazy, put out Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Yeah. Start with something, like, really out there to, like, give people, because if they don't like Young Justice, they're probably not going to like Teen Titans, vice versa. Give them something else and somewhere to go. Yeah, a different genre, a different age group type of uh, targeting. It's not until Picard... Stop reaching for this same group of people. It's not until Picard that CBS Alas is going to actually get my money. I will pay for Picard. Yeah. And and so also they're coming up on the the one year of DC streaming, which means the people who bought in for that first Mm -hmm. full year, are they going to continue on? You know... Are they going to continue on for another year? Are they going yeah. to go month to month? Are they going to, you know, what is are they the going price to do? going to change? Because that was one change? year. That was an introductory price. Exactly. Are they going to grandfather them in or are they going to go, oh. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. And are they going to make it more expensive? <laughs> exactly. We, <laughs> we don't, don't know. know. So, so, and then especially because they're not really announcing all that much. They have Titans filming right now, season two. Season two. They're doing season two of Doom Patrol 2. Yeah, season, season two. But, I mean, what else? And we are going to get in 2021. Either 2020 or 2021, we are going to get another season of Young Justice. Okay. But that's almost a full year out. Yeah. Don't. I mean. Just make it part of HBO's thing. Yeah. yeah. Roll it into HBO Max. Anybody who bought it, they get a discount on HBO Max or whatever. Or it's included. Yeah. You know. I 
think they're getting cold feet with the entire the entire concept of superhero TV shows. Yeah. I mean, they're really winding down what they're doing with CW. Um, they're only investing in season twos. They're not putting out new new shows. It, it, well, we do have Stargirl coming eventually. It was Stargirl and Batwoman are preparing okay. and Batwoman. Well, but we're Batwoman. We're okay. Okay, yeah, yeah those are both true. CW. CW. Yeah, that's CW. True. So, I mean, they are still going along with them. And then plus this year is also Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah. which is going to bring everything to a head. I, I just think we're... Did waiting. I misunderstand? I was under the impression that a lot of the... Like, I know Arrow's on its last season. Yes. Is it just Arrow that's on its, it's last season? Just it's just Arrow. It's oh, okay. just Arrow. I'm sorry. I was under the impression that more of them were... No, no, no. I don't think forward. most of them are going to last much longer after Arrow goes off air, but it's just Arrow for oh, okay. Right now. Yeah. All right. I think, well, then I, I, yeah. I take it back. I think <laughs> Legends still will because Legends is its own beast. Yeah. <laughs> Legends I of love Legends. Yeah. I think what it is, I think we're witnessing... It's the only one I watch. It's yeah. good. I think what it is is we're witnessing what happens to a media company during a transition. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas we're not really witnessing it as outwardly with Fox because a lot of their stuff isn't visible. Yeah. I think we're witnessing this is what happens with a, a company that was shaky already with their streaming. They weren't super confident in it. Their programming on their on CW was mixed results. People either did or did not like the shows. I think we're witnessing when a giant like HBO buys a company, this is the weird transition shakiness that even they themselves are like, we don't know. Yeah. Jim Lee had a whole like explanation for the differences between HBO Max and DC streaming, and it was just word salad. <laughs> it yeah. was just word salad. I'm like, I, you said nothing to me that was of consequence. You're like, he's like, because one is this, and the other one is, well, I guess it's also this. I'm like, are, okay, dude. Are you sure it wasn't Dan DiDio? Because he also just says word salad a lot. I think now. it's a thing they both do. Yeah. It really was word salad. I read the I had to read it three times, and I'm like, I, he didn't really say anything of consequence here. Yeah. Jim Lee's just better at it. Yeah. You know, fair enough. Jim Lee is Jim Lee is more believable. Yeah. Again, it goes back to just trying to please too many people, trying to please himself, and trying, trying to please, to please people that, who don't yeah. read the comic books. It is. Yeah. It's it's just. And it's too easy to see the the truth of the matter a lot of the time, and I, it just it sucks because I think Dan's a really nice guy. Oh yeah, yeah, they're they're I, all really nice like, guys. I, I think a lot of them really just care about the industry, and they do want to to make everyone mm-hmm. happy. They want people to buy comics and read comics. Yeah, they there's do nothing care. wrong with which that. Is, which is why often I'd rather no answer. Just say I don't know. I, I no comment. I can't I can't tell you you know what guys went on because uh, it, it, it's going to end up ble- on bleeding cool or whatever. Right. You know, I yeah. get that. Just don't say a, a just, lie. We're like okay, that's. That's, Just say nothing. You can can't literally, be true. Could, they, they literally could say something like, there isn't an answer that you're going to be happy with. I don't have one. Yeah. Done. We're trying new things. That's, We're just trying new stuff. If you want to be mad at us for getting new readers in the store by giving Walmart books, then go ahead and be mad at us. But we're trying to push the envelope and make exactly. it so that new readers, if new you people. stop with that, it would have been fine. Done. But it was. But, but anyways. Anyway, <laughs> tangent. Tangents. Um, that's the end of the news. <laughs> Trying try, try a new sign out for the news. Oh, I, uh, I, so we have a calendar inside the store that has a whole bunch of puns. So, oh, it does, yes. So today's pun, uh, what do you call an apology uh, sent through uh, dashes and dots? Remorse code. A remorse code? Remorse code. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. That nice was pretty one, happy. Jen. Yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> I'm glad you were able to figure that out. Extremely hard <laughs> pun. <laughs> I was really happy though when I saw it. I was like, oh, I That's already know good. where this is going. And I saw the answer. I was like, yeah. That's cute. Uh, but this episode did go on for a little longer. So um, now we really had anything to talk about, anyways, after the news. Yeah. 
but we'll talk about the um, the X books or the Power of X number two next week probably. That'll be good. To yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah. Good I think we're gonna time. have to since next week is Powers of Powers of. Uh-huh. So I have a feeling they'd be better to talk about together. Yeah. yeah. Just maybe if we have time, we could possibly make another bonus episode. Maybe. We'll maybe. See, maybe. We ain't promising you nothing. No I'm not promising nothing. <laughs> yeah. But maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, yeah. So that'll just be this week's episode then. You know, cut it off a little bit. A little bit average time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not as long. Not as long. Um, and then as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics. Inside of... Uh, Sunny South Florida-ish. Eh. Eh. Nah. Powered by the Friends of 3000 Brigade. Woo! 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 Woo. And uh, as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks.